A reading from John 1, 18. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. I, I want to just ask you uh, about this no one has ever seen God because I know that Moses, towards the very end of his life and ministry and, and uh, the journey, uh, goes up to the mountaintop and into the presence of God. And I know Elijah also uh, is, is, comes into the presence of God as a tiny whisper. Uh, I guess that's not seeing God. I know that the fear was if you see God, you die. Right. And that's really picked out in the Moses account that you're talking about, that Moses uh, requests to see God. Uh, face to face, and and no one can see God in all of His glory in our fallen state, and exist. Uh, his holiness and His magnificence would just cause us to shrink up. And so uh, Moses is in the cleft of the rock, and God passes by, and it, it, it's poetic language to say that that's about as close as you're going to be able to get to the holy God. And so there was that fear uh, of meeting him. And so how are we going to get to experience God with these reflections all the time? So God takes the next step, and in the person of Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, the Son, comes and gives us the exact representation of the Father. Uh, and, 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 and I guess this is the, the, the final proclamation before... Uh, John uh, begins to go into the narrative itself because this is essentially an overture to the narrative and he's been working towards this through the first 17 verses and then he comes to this and says, well, no one has ever seen God. Um, this is, you're now in the presence. I'm, here's what I'm going to show you who, through witnessing who this is, that this is the Son of God. Right. The uniqueness of Christ is absolutely established here. This phrase, the one and only Son. Uh, we say it in the Apostles' Creed every week. I believe in Jesus, his one and only Son. And sometimes we refer to the unique Son. Um, we're all sons and daughters of the living God. We all, we've already talked about, draw our sustenance from him. He is our Father. But the uniqueness of Jesus is... He comes to earth different than the rest of us. And we're going to get into the narrative about the virgin birth and that piece that's coming up. But John uh, throws this big piece to us right here to say, um, if we were to come close to God, it would absolutely take us apart. And so God in his graciousness has stepped down to us through Jesus, through the incarnation, to make himself more accessible to us in our present condition. I guess one of the thoughts that I could bring to this discussion is that one of the inclinations of man and his fallenness is to bring God down to size. And there's irony here because actually God does it. But, uh, but, but the size is so much greater than as we will be exploring all year long than, than our limited imaginations or even our capacity to believe will allow us to go. But I think that uh, what you have been saying is closer to the truth that in the presence of God, I mean, if, if we were to see him face to face, we would be fragmented into a zillion pieces 
Uh, and uh, never to, I mean, it just would be impossible to fathom it. it, it it's just the way I, I, the, the relationship is such as, but something links us to God at the same time. And that's, yeah. that's what's so uh, confusing to many people, I think. Yeah. And so God is always about downward mobility, downsizing, making himself accessible to us uh, in our present stage.